welcome back to TTT TV, Teen Sync They Know TV. And today, um, we scrapped the Ben 10 idea, to no fault of my own, uh, because I definitely didn't decide not to watch it and just kind of got cut off. I didn't do it. Yeah, literally, I was like, I was looking at this. Every other member of that podcast was so excited to do it. And you're just like, ah, I haven't watched I'm busy. And then Tyke fucked up. Even though last time you got the episode of the podcast up within like 10 hours, which was baffling to me, yeah. considering it was like 2 a.m. and you were like, yeah, what's no, up, I everybody? Saw... Yeah, like, Jesus, Tyke, where can I proper schedule? <laughs> I, woke, I woke up the next morning to a message from half one in the morning, like, oh, yeah, I got it up on Anchor. Just like, these things can wait till the morning. <laughs> You're already so rushed. And yet you couldn't watch any Ben 10? <laughs> No, wow. no, I know, I know the problem. Actually, he wants to get four episodes of Ben 10. Oh, wow. How long do oh, you have? Oh, those are some big episodes. You're I getting def- into some big boy numbers. <laughs> but no, guys, what you're failing <laughs> to see is Tig needed to hurry up so he could meet the, you know, the eight o'clock American listeners. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> waiting up for this. He's fact, catering to have, none of the Americans. American we have two American listeners. We have two American listeners? Really? Well, get out of them. Yeah. Shout out American listeners. This is the Hello, last Americans. time it's ever going to happen. So, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just we hate America now. <laughs> I, I have been told that the best thing we all have going for us is our accents. I was like, thank you. It's good to know it's not our sparkling and uh, sparkling takes on things or our humor. It's the fact that our accents are cute, apparently. So, you know. Oh, that's actually a really Welcome nice back to TTT TV, where we go on. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just, I'm just wondering, did they expect us to, like, now draw comparisons between these books and movies and, like, The Troubles? Oh, God. Oh, no, gosh. please don't. <laughs> no. We've heard <laughs> enough of those. Please don't. Yeah, you like, I, 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 don't, I don't know what the... I, when people, like, when, I think it was... Who, yeah, Sarah, you're the one who was saying, it was like, oh, yeah, my, 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 friend, my friend really likes your accents. Just like... Is there a reason for this, or is it just the accents? Are they expecting us to talk about, like, delicate subject matter? No, I think just the accents. I don't think it's the fact that we're Irish. I think it's just the fact that, like, oh, your accents are quite sweet. I was like, okay. Let's get someone from Johnny Garland. (laughs) (laughs) See what you think then. Well, we've got two people from Wexford, and that is... Hey, one person from Wexford. We will get the one person in Wexford. There is only one. We're both in Wexford. (laughs) Hang on, wait. There's a five There is Tyke, Tyke, if if we ever end up doing like I I think one of your the topics you had listed of possibly doing was like the Clone Wars. I feel there's been a lack of leash representation here. So remind me to <laughs> Lack of leash representation. <laughs> so remind me to threaten Dara. Are you a minority? You are all minorities here. And get rid of leash. <laughs> You know, the only good time in Irish history is when we put Leash into lockdown. Bruh! That was so hard. <laughs> like, we got great weather for that weekend. I remember that. The rest of the country was we thriving. Ta- I remember we were talking about that. We were like, that has been our problem all along. Like, put the Midlands into lockdown. You'll be there fine. There was two other counties in the lockdown. And you I know. Once think it None of them were needed. You didn't once think, oh, maybe... Oh, it was definitely Offaly, but, like, Leash was up there, too. I mean, we had a friend at the time who was dating somebody from Offaly, and we were like, really? Really? I think... Like, you I might think, as well. Like, it was a scandal. I think out of those three counties, Leash was the least problematic. Uh, um... Mm. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> moving on. on. Speaking of problematic, <laughs> yeah, let's move on before we start like yeah. killing Child each other murder. or something. 
child yeah, murder. Yeah, yeah, the actual so, uh, child murder. Yeah. Yeah, so in the spirit of the Hunger Games, uh, during the end of this podcast, one of you will die. Oh, please let me be, be me. <laughs> They're ready. Yeah. But introductions, we have Ash back Hello. again. We have the man Spolan. <laughs> we got my co-host Sarah. And we have Al Marie, who I just kind of picked up off the side. Yeah, of the I, I don't know who you are. <laughs> wait, wait, literally. <laughs> I can't wait to like anyway, work with so... well podcasting and I eventually like convince very uh, passive aggressively Dor- Dara or Jordan to come on this. And I'm just curious how you're going to explain them suddenly popping up. Special guest. <laughs> well, I mean, Jordan's we probably is going to have to be there for the Ben 10. Jordan's going to have to be there yeah. for the Ben 10. We can't legally do a Ben 10 episode where Jordan. Yeah. He is the one, we who, gave the thing. Us, is the one who gave us D&D character in Omnitrix. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, like, if, if, and it's like this, and it's the same with AOT. If you do either of those things without Jordan, he probably will kill you in your sleep. Yeah. He will turn into a Titan and step on you. I. I'm interested in certain people that you have who want to come <laughs> on the podcast. I'm like, for some of these people, I'm listening and I just don't get the accent. Some people have such strong accents. I'm like, what? What? Welcome to the Hunger Games episode where we just talk about yeah. accents. Yeah. <laughs> We're like almost ever... 10 minutes in. Yeah, I'm looking at this at the top of my screen. It says like, I've been here for like nearly 13 minutes and we. Spoiler we... alert, we're all Irish. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, Ty, I feel so bad for everyone. That's why we don't touch so much bullshit to make the Hunger Games so easily. It's like, haha, look at America. I, I think I think we've actually talked about every other industry in like books and films, but the Hunger Games. Yeah. Actually, yeah, okay. I have a question. This is something that I saw on the internet, and I was like, that's a valid point. So we know that the Hunger Games is like set in this kind of near future dystopia, and probably like they're all, when we started, they're on the seventy fourth Hunger Games, so it's gotta be. 100 years or so in the future. So, my question is, this is obviously only one country. Where the fuck is everybody else? Well, I don't know. Yeah, that. well, America actually, the only country Everyone else is doing but, fine. They just uh, left yeah. this country. Yeah. <laughs> this is like, doing. call the US. I hear Lance, they're going by the... Pan Am now. I mean, this I'm sure the... it's just a phase, but, you know, I hear they're going by Pan Am. This is the, like a dysto- this is in the dystopian franchise. Have they ever done anything in the dystopian franchise that wasn't America? No, no. Because America's the only place that's sure. going to turn into a dystopian hellhole. That's why it was so mad to me. Because mm. I think the idea is supposed to be like, look at what capitalism will do to us. And then you're the Jennifer Lawrence. It's Jennifer Lawrence, yeah. Jennifer yeah. Lawrence was a Republican at the time that she was filming this, and she only <laughs> recently started voting Democrat. And I'm like, you were a Republican? Oh God, Republican. You did that. <laughs> You were a Republican? If this causes offense to any Republicans, then good. I don't like Republicans. None of us. I thought you were going somewhere with that, Al Marie, and I was so happy when you turned it around. I feel like this yeah. does not seem very in character. Yeah. Apologizing isn't something I anticipated you doing. Yeah, just yeah, if you're a Republican, good. Get offended. I don't care. Damn, this is like the fucking. Do, 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 do you remember that clip John sent in of Jeremy Clarkson? It's like, and if you're watching from Saudi Arabia, he just starts laughing at the camera. That. Oh, I think you're no. a Republican. I don't watch anything Jordan sends because I have been burned before. That is bad. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay, on to people that the audience will probably actually know. 
Kind of Severdeen. Yeah. Yeah, so actually, I want to I wanna raise a point. So, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but Sarah and Almeria have read the books. What about Ash and Jack? Yeah, I've read the books. Uh, like them, I've read... Like, Tyke, I'm just going to say this now. It's just dawned on me. I thought I was reading them really quickly because I also finished them in a week. No, they're just really paper thin. Oh, they're really good reads, actually. <laughs> they're very engaging. Oh, yeah, yeah no, no, but, like, they're, they're, they're like, mm-hmm. I, like, reading the book and thinking they got two movies out of this was, like, that was, this, that was always at the yeah. back of my mind. Well, but then I stopped watching the first movie, and it was just like, no, where is all the stuff that happens before the games? Where have they gone? Yeah. Where no, are half the characters? Where is, listen, where is all the stuff that happens during the games? <laughs> where, where is, is all anything stuff? other than the romance? See, because I feel is... like... Really the interested. the movies feel like the the like capital made the Hunger Games. That's it. That's the whole thing is that the movies are everything that the book the books condemn. I mean, the yeah. whole idea is like, don't really focus on the war, everybody. Look, look at the happy people. Look at the couple. Look at the love triangle. Whereas I was so surprised reading it. I read it before I watched the films, and. Reading it, I was actually very, you know, pleasantly surprised that the love triangle was so. I was like, sorry, who's Mike? Is that, is that mine? No, that's Ashes. Ashes is currently like, yep. going through the trenches, scuffling with a bear. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's my my earring someone. is hitting off the mic. Sorry. Oh. Yeah. But just, I was pleasantly surprised that the love triangle was so not the focus of it. It wasn't even really a love triangle. It was more kind of representative of the two fields of thought that Katniss could go down. Like, Gale did really kind of represent the war and everything that, it, yeah, everything negative that was happening and what she, the role she could have been kind of forced into of the martyr of the symbol, something that she never wanted. And Peter represented, like, you know, the light at the end of the tunnel kind of situation. It wasn't that she was choosing between two people, it was choosing between two ideals. And then the movies just completely fucked that up. Yeah. Oh, but thank God for Hollywood. Side. Yeah, Hollywood, great job. But I Rant over, sorry. Because you guys, you guys may have uh, read and watched the trilogy, but you have not wa- uh, read the prequel, The Battle of Songbirds and Snakes. And I oh, yeah, no spoilers. You guys... No, I, I, no major spoilers, but I will uh, for at least the ballad. But when it comes to the Hunger Games trilogy, there will be spoilers. But yeah. um, in The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, there was mention of... Um, one of the characters who lived up north, like not in America, like uh, Canada. And so then, <laughs> yeah, I would say, like, imagine that. Imagine America has completely fallen, but like Canada is just absolutely fine. Like, just, <laughs> Canada could like, like maybe Canada will always some be emergency fine. aid. Canada's, Canada's like nah. Canada's equipped to survive global warming. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is new information. Another thing that I thought was. I know that you have to have some sort of changes to be made when you have actors because of the fact that you can't cast kids if they're going to be like in danger, I suppose. But the whole point of the movies, I think a lot of the shock factor goes when you see like 20 something year old Jennifer Lawrence on screen, nothing against her. I think she's actually very good in the role. But if you see like these Mm. 20 year olds on screen, you kind of lose the the shock of when you actually find out that they're all like, you know, 15. And I think that's why well, Rue's character, the, the death of Rue, as you said, they're spoilers, so I don't feel that. The death of Rue is so poignant because they actually do have a child. I think it's, I can't remember how to, what her name is, like it's Amanda or something like that, Amanda. 
um she's very good as an actress but you see the child dying and you're like oh this is so upsetting but that's all of the tributes yeah also Mm. if you didn't know rue died before seeing this podcast what what rock are you living under yeah Anything we talk about, we're gonna give spoilers. Madeline, I didn't even get you. She's lovely. She seems very. She seems very nice and things. She was in the Hate You Give, actually. I think yes. She played Star Carter. What was the name of the actress? Madeline Stenberg. Oh wait, no way. Yeah, same girl. But I think we do lose a lot eventually. But it's on the point of characters dying. The Hunger Games, the Hunger Games books and the movies in general, does characters dying really interesting because Rue was one of the major deaths mm. um, that kind of stuck around because you got to see Rue die, then you had Katniss mourning their body and uh, bringing the flowers, and so it was a very impactful moment for them. But then, throughout the rest of the series, characters kind of die and it's very sudden, and Katniss has to deal with it, like. Um, Cinna, he dies in the second one, but that's when Katniss is like up going up into the tube to go into the second arena, and so then you never see Cinna again. Or Finnick, Finnick gets married, then dies, and you're like, oh, well, I guess he's being eaten alive by sewer stuff. And then even Prim, like Prim doesn't even get the dramatic. Gosh, it was just she was blown up, and you don't even get to have like a little funeral instead you just have Peter planting primroses Peter planting primroses um at the end of the house and so well, I, guess, like, I don't know that's... all the deaths are just very soft in fairness oh, yeah. to Prim's death I think that's the best you could do like she was kind of blown up but you can't exactly bury her I think that yeah. actually another interesting point because yeah. think... you probably get all the pieces of the other kids in there yeah <laughs> <laughs> you just have like a pile of dust what is wrong with you two <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Alice, this is your sister, I promise. Um, <laughs> this is your sister, I think. <laughs> this is the pilot, <laughs> We're pretty sure this is her. Tag, did you yeah. ever find that kick button in the end? <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, here's no, some I of her hair. People. You guys are stuck in here. Um, we think it's her hair. We, we're not really sure. I used to be blonde, but it's kind of singed, so... And like they were firebombs, so she's like, <laughs> "This is there should be like several trigger like, warnings at the start of this." Just FYI, we're talking about the death of a child, and you're just like, "I'm sorry." Death of multiple children. Was, you guys, you guys, let me be on board for this podcast. Yeah, so. I feel like we should have. They should know by now, considering we yelled child murder like yeah. seven times that was the trigger warning <laughs> uh but actually you know you said talking about like the PETA versus gail is actually like the two ideals that was a big thing for that just the death of prim because i think gail was responsible for the bombs oh yeah no like the, the, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah he was the one who developed them because earlier in that i don't think they cover that actually in uh the movie I don't no think, they don't in, yeah they, like that's that's the whole thing that's like they i think they sh- just the way they, they must have like copy and pasted things and then realized, oh yeah, we forgot to give this context earlier. Because oh, I'm sure people will pick up on it now. I see a lot of people who are like pro Katniss Gale who are like, yeah, but he didn't know they were going to bro- blow up Prim. And I'm like, but the whole point of it is, it's not because she she just eliminated him as a part of her life because he developed the bombs that blew up Prim. I'm sure like, you know, that was probably a part of it. But it's still about him being representative of 
this what you're saying like she was forced to push through this war she was forced to become a symbol she was manipulated as a child into these roles like she's not you know you know, there's kind of the stereotypical like I'm the protagonist and I'm the only one who can save the world despite me being 16 the whole point of this is is that they want her to be that as an image where she just really doesn't and she's not equipped for it and they do long lasting psychological damage to her but that's the whole point of Gale is that like he is a symbol of this so the death of Prim is you know and his link to it just shows that that was kind of a deciding moment for her, as you said, Prim, like, Prim's death and Rue's death are significant in different ways, and that's why it's significant to Katniss' character in different ways. I feel hmm. like the double war crime bombs probably did play into a, a big part, though. I think it was a, yeah. it was definitely a big part, but... Because they, they, they were so specifically designed to blow up the rescuers, because they're like, oh yeah, they blow up a bit so they're survivors and then after this uh, the the medics come on then they blow up properly yes. and it's just like why yeah. are you designing this what's sadistic what's sadistic mind drums this up yeah <clears throat> in, the, in the books does the scene you know in the second I'm thinking of the movies that's what I've seen most recently when Peter leaves doing his, you know, show of skill and he has done Rue on the ground with flowers around her. Uh, Is yeah. that in the books as well? I'm, I'm pretty sure was I'm well he had I, to do I'm something. Not pretty sure. I'm he had to do something. I'm pretty sure Katniss still comes in after him. And does in... that thing with them with the hanging person. Yeah. Yeah, that I was getting that confused. Mm. I thought I thought for a second Peter did the hanging person. No. no. But what Wait, does Peter do in else. the book because i don't know if he does the thing with rue in the in the, the book as well I feel, wait, was was it in the was it in the first book or the second book because i seem to recall um it's it, it like he says like oh yeah i just threw around stuff oh yeah that was the first book yeah. oh, that's that was the first... first book when he's trying to impress them and the he other second i yeah. think second book they were trying to piss them off yeah, yeah. and also they discover that like his actual artistic abilities helped him a lot in longer games i think you realize that was his skill hmm so that's probably why he chose it and also wants to piss them off. As opposed to like throwing Oh, and re- remember the old woman. Wasn't Mags. her whole thing like she just oh, yeah, Mags. sat there and Mags was so nice. I love she Mags. She saved Annie, which is just fabulous to me. And she saved them all. Yeah. And she Mags just runs back into the thing so that Finnick doesn't have to carry her so he can carry Peter. You're just like, oh. Peter, Precious. And also, like, I remembered in the books, after characters kept on dying, I started, like, being like, all right, which of these side characters can I make my favourite character? Which of these are least likely to die? (laughs) Actually, um... (laughs) Because I remember specifically, um, in the books, I don't know even what happens in the movies, it's just, like, they're sneaking into the capital, and there's, like, the the tigress character, like, Mm. the... She's just, like... Oh yeah, you guys can stay in my basement and yes. I sell fur stuff and I only eat raw meat. That was my favorite character <laughs> because I knew she would not be important enough to die. Excellent. I, actually, the death of Mags is something that you know you're saying how Katniss had to just kind of push. Like Katniss got like very much no fanfare deaths for everybody else in her life. It was just kind of like get up and deal with it, like Cinna and stuff. It was kind of like that for Finnick because from from memory. Mags was a very important mentor to him, and she was a very important part of his life. Yeah. So, but, yeah, 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 that too. He had to he get up liked, and keep going. 
Yeah, to like because he is a victor, and because she was a previous victor, they would have like known each other well because she, yeah, she would have been. They live in the same me- his mentor for, area as well. Yeah, like she would have been his mentor for oh, his yeah. holidays that he won. And they have like the victors. Um, like area. every every time I think about that, I just imagine Hamish in the seventy uh, fifth Hunger Games. Oh my god! Yeah, that's that's the thing. Hamish, like you, you, you saw the relationship that like Katniss and Peter have with like Hamish, and did like. It, mm. uh, I loved Katniss and Hamish in the books, and then in the movies, it's a bit off. Yeah, oh, it's just very off. I, I, I like the second book was so good, and I loved them talking. Mm. Um, and then Hamish is just drunk, and then they're just like, "Well, this kind of sucks." Um, and then eventually Katniss goes out. Uh, in the night, and then just goes into this random basement, and then just sleeps there while everyone else is looking for. Her. And in the movies, it's completely cut. And I mm. thought, damn, like that was a really cool scene. I mean, both I actors, mean... I think, were perfect for those roles. But as you said, it was a bit all, it was a bit weird when they were doing the scenes together. It didn't feel as natural as it did in the books. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just another thing. Um... The heat, the, just, just in relation to like, um, you know, things that were in the books that weren't in the movies. Wasn't it like. Katniss's hearing loss and like Peter's amputation were both just kind of cut. Mm. Yeah, and their PTSD. Yeah, it, like it was yeah. obviously oh, mentioned, okay. but not and explored. The hunger. You know that that whole thing that you just like you survived a like, um, you just survived a like a televised show that where twenty two of your peers are just kind of killed for the entertainment. <laughs> for you know, entertainment was just kind of like, yeah, that's coming soon on Hulu. <laughs> yeah, that was my main issue with the Hunger Games films as well. Like you can see it with him um like him being an alcoholic. In the books it's like, yeah, he's so traumatized. He's obviously turned to substance abuse. And like you see that with Katniss and Peter and everybody else, like you can see that they're traumatized. And like it I think it shows that more in the book. Again, it's been a couple of years, so I don't mm. remember it in great detail. But in the film, it's kind of like, yes, they're all traumatized, but for one scene, and then they're just fine. Yeah, that, that's the thing. Yes. Like, Hamish, Hamish is an alcoholic in the movie whenever yeah. it's like needed, and then he, mm. he is no he's longer. He's just sober the rest he's of the fine. time. He's fine. He can yeah. control it. Like, there was like, one there was one scene in a movie where Hamish is an alcoholic. Yeah. Yeah, and then, then he gets Actually, like a shower, yeah, and then you, he's just... You meet Hamish clean. on the train. But, like, originally in the books, you meet Hamish uh, on the stage, yeah. and then he actually, like, fumbles on the stage. No, he yeah. falls off the stage. Oh, he yeah. falls head yeah. first off the stage. Like, I, I, Which I, I would have paid to see that movie. a bit more graceful, because I really like Hamish as a character. Like, when I was trying to watch to the first movie, I was, like, watching through it. I got to that point, and I was just, like... I had to just turn off the movie and go reread that in the book because it was so unsatisfying. <laughs> I'm loving the it was like Alan Maria I with still the book in one hand. I, <laughs> I still haven't finished the first movie because it's just so unsatisfying after reading the book. Yeah. Oh, in the, like that's uh, that's yeah. the I feel like that is, this all just seems like Woody Harrelson was like, oh no, I don't want to hurt my face, and they're like, oh, we can use a stud double. No, I want to be in every scene. Aim it just in. <laughs> this is my character I'm not sharing you know funnily and enough Effie wasn't this, this might be weird but I, I would have really liked to see Harrison Ford as Hamish I feel like that would have worked I like well. Woody Harrison though Yeah, I like Woody Harrison but I, feel, but I suppose it's like it was no fault of Woody Harrison it was just kind of a well I, well, I don't know Maybe Willie Howson did. I don't know. I just feel like he, you know, he was gruff, but he wasn't damaged. like gruff enough. Mm. At least not in my head. 
No, I mean, like, they couldn't, you know, make him turn to alcoholism in real life. That's one of those things where I'm saying they can't put the actress at risk. That's why they didn't have children. True. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're not actually in Hunger Games. Yeah, you know, you know? But still. yeah, but you know, putting them in that kind of scene yeah. to act anyway. In yeah. preparation, wouldn't have I mean, preparation for his ro- role as Woody Harrelson. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> this is like John. This is um. This is like we were saying. Oh fuck! We we're talking about how John Keating was the actor playing. I can't even think of Robin his name Williams. right now. Robin Williams. Yeah, Jesus! I ruined the whole point of the joke. Never mind. Yeah, no. <laughs> Sorry, but in fairness, John the, the movies, are, just, the movies are sometimes just Woody House and being Woody House, but that's, mm. that's not the point. Um, what was the original point of saying? Oh, yeah, in preparation for his role as himself, Woody Harrelson be- became an alcoholic for an entire <laughs> month. <laughs> I think actually something happened to Jennifer Lawrence when she was on set for like the second movie. I think she it was one of those things, you know, those kind of Watch Mojo videos. So like films where the actors nearly died. Welcome to Watch Mojo. Today we're going to be talking about you know that kind of thing. <laughs> uh, I think she actually ended up like getting trapped in one of the kind of tunnels they were in or something like that for her for her Jesus. scenes. No, I don't know. Like, she gets trapped in the tunnels makes... and just like gets PTSD and just like everyone just like yes she can play the character better. <laughs> Roll the camera. <laughs> the character. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Just like it turns out to run on the other side of like a one way mirror. Should we help her? Oh, it was the fog machine. The fog machine malfunctioned and she was almost choked to death. Ah, ah that oh, is god. awful. <laughs> Well, um, what else did I like? I'm surprised that there wasn't even more um, damages, especially say, uh, you know, in the second movie where uh, they figure when they finally figure out that the arena is a clock, and so then it mm. starts spinning and they all get knocked off. I'm surprised no one got a concussion from that. Well, yes, yeah. like, I don't... they have to push through it. Time we've established that, this. No time for emotion. Children do not just dead. That was apparently like the whole thing with them all getting trapped, uh, trapped on while they're spinning around. Wasn't that like just put in for the movie specifically? Because I swear the one who dies during that whole thing, like, got uh, got her throat slit instead in the book. Yeah, oh, I think yeah. she got her throat slit, and then the thing also yeah, did spin, seem, so they didn't know where they were. Because I seem to, re- I I don't know why, but I recall the like the the like used this like similar metaphor that like it's like a the cut was like a smile across her neck. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and I remember that. A, she was me of like a different their mockingjay. Different different book that I'm not going to mention. The bird that told them like whether or not the mine is about to be filled with toxic gas. Canary. Yes, canary. That was it. But um, she no was her name Wires or was that the other guy? I don't remember. I'm, I well, I just get up like well, um, I just get up the IMDb page for this, like for the, for these movies, and just like hopefully, <laughs> oh, yeah. and I'm pretty sure Wires was just like a nickname that the, that everyone else gave them. It's just like that was mean. Hmm. I'm actually going to disagree with what Maria said. I liked Elizabeth Banks as Effie Trinket. I think she definitely like. I think she was very good. Hmm. But like, I just feel like they didn't give her enough time to be Effie Trinket. Oh, I, like I. The like actor, the mm. the the way she was, like the even the outfits was great. Mm. It was just that the they just like kind of 
pushed her to the side, you know? You could kind of tell that probably, I think Elizabeth Banks, based on what I've seen her in, had probably put a lot of effort and time into making the character of Effie for herself and just didn't really get a chance to show it. Like, there were these very brief glimpses of, like, a lot of hard work and just generally well put together character plot background information. I don't know words. Um, And see, as you said, you didn't get to see it. I think a lot of the actual actors were very good because you got to remember Katniss doesn't get her internal monologue. You know, we were like obviously reading her perspective. So it's very, it must be very hard for like Jennifer Lawrence to convey what she's thinking, especially since you said they don't show their trauma a lot. So yeah, like they don't show it in the in the films. So she has to try and do something. So I think the dead Can eyes look, look of despair. Like your sister just died. <laughs> Channel it. Kill your sister. <laughs> or better yet, get a potential love interest. Method acting. They call sister. they call her like while she's while she's like not on set and just like. Your, your sister's been in a car accident. But I thought, no, that's a bit much. Oh my and then Alvaria's just like, no. Alvaria's <laughs> <laughs> just like permanently following the actors, waiting for something traumatic to happen in their lives so they can start recording. I mean, Alvaria <laughs> did have the book in one hand, the film on screen, and it was just like, go. So, you know, I can see why you know, the, they would want like, to be very involved in the you know, actual on the TV, On the TV in front of you, you got the movie. In one hand, you've got the book. In the other hand, you, 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 like, you've got the phone where, where the fandoms are all open. Yeah, you've got Tumblr <laughs> open. You're like, you're live you you, You've got split screen open. And one, on one thing, you've got, you've, got, uh, you've got Tumblr. And the other, you've got Twitter. You're just, you're yeah. just tweeting about this experience. Yeah, okay, I want it. Here. I wanted an accurate Hunger Games movie. So I saw building an arena. <laughs> <laughs> I wait 75 years. And then we're going to the do, fun begins. Yeah, we're going to do method acting. First, I'm going to need 74 years of straight up child slaughter. Then we can make a high grossing movie. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe just record a Minecraft Hunger Games game. <laughs> Honestly, no. <laughs> one of those requires a lot of time and energy, and then the other one is, you know, fun. You get to I, build an I arena mean, and like, enslave yeah. people. Making I'm just saying, fun. you could just get people to play the role of Minecraft in, in like in Minecraft. Just have everyone play the role of characters, and then you could have a more accurate to the books version of them. <laughs> It's like I'm all, I'm all, I'm already like is, is, you know, sick of this like unnecessarily dramatized dream SP shit. I ain't doing anything more than fucking Minecraft and creating like what a re a re a re what's the one I'm looking for a reenactment of like the Hunger Games books. I'm actually just gonna Google what the twelve districts are because I want to just double check because I know some of them obviously um, on the map like on the Yeehaw American map. Yeah, yeah precisely. Bit. I don't want to know where they are. I'm asking what they is actually it, like. Wasn't also yeah, it's very hard to like imagine that Panem is just America because like America. also it's just it's just like I always envisioned all the districts just being an area in a straight line. Mm. Yeah, I, well, I like, kind of imagined it as being like a circle. So like this this the capital was a circle, and then around it was just several other circles that were just getting wider and wider. So, hmm. but, I, like, I was like, for me, it was just kind of like a curved line into the center, which was the capital. Oh, because, yeah. like, 
they always have like the train going to the capital. So like, and like they go through all the other districts. Sure so I didn't imagine it as yeah, them sure. going around different places and then eventually going into the capital. Yeah. I imagined it as just like the train goes ahead, stops, goes ahead, stops without many turns, just like. Okay, so I've got a problem know? with this list of what everything is. Because it says that one district is for grain, one is for livestock, and the other is for agriculture. So agriculture, I kind of get why that's separate to livestock, whatever. But grain and agriculture, you think the grain would go into agriculture and just save us all this drama? Unless, like, they I really feel like that was just that they had like... to come up with 12 different industries to focus an entire, like, community of people on, and then okay. they were just like, fuck it. <laughs> Grain. Yeah, like District Two eventually goes from. Wait, District Two go from like being a mine to being a uh, protectorate factory, essentially. So District One is luxury. District Two is masonry. District Three is technology. District Four is fishing. District Five is power. District Six is transportation. District Seven is lumber. District Eight is textiles. District Nine is grain. District Ten is livestock. District 11 is agriculture, and District 12 is mining. Oh, I found a map! You know, isn't it like, isn't Panem that, like, it's America, but, like, global warming's taking place, and so, like, several areas of it are inaccessible or something, or, like, yeah. 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 Oh, wow, District 7 is Mm. huge. It turns out Texas has survived something. Texas is apparently gone? I don't know. Apparently it's in the wild. Apparently there's a lot of wildness around there, which, you know, makes sense. Um, And also kind of District 4 leans into it a bit. Like, yeah. Well, like, a lot of it is underwater as well. Yes. Like, like, Texas is underwater and the top is well. Yeah, I think a lot of District 7 looks like it's actually underwater. I'm trying to see where District 12 is kind of the equivalent of where it's kind of along the East Coast. Kind of, you know, yeah, I remember. I remember. I remember, <laughs> yeah, I remember hearing the District Twelve was like was was yeah it was on a co- I think it was like in I would I want to say it was in like Virginia by it's like New Jersey Delaware uh, Virginia yeah that kind of area yeah, yeah Jesus Christ right. no wonder nobody likes District Twelve <laughs> <in New Jersey. laughs> uh, it's got Cal- like it's either incredibly boring or just no one likes it in general um, California high crime. Like um, budget New York. Shockingly enough, in California surprise... area is District One of luxury items and. California are actually the evil people now. <laughs> yeah, I always thought like um, the capital was going to be like California or like at least LA because I feel like it just like naturally would progress into that. Yeah, but see, the thing is, they're filming a TV series, so it makes sense that they'd want to film in California because that's kind of like their whole thing. Yeah, so. that's the only thing California. But actually, for. um, what what do you guys think of the movie version of Panem? Like in the books, it's seen as like super colorful and crazy, and people are wearing all this fancy stuff. Wait, in the um, capital or just the general country? In in the capital. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. In the movies, it's very white. It's more futuristic, you know. Yeah, no, I just Modern. I just remember yes. like. I remember honestly describing it as like a bu- a bunch of second rate Lady Gagas 
I'm gonna quote Glee here, but didn't they have to do like a Lady Gaga outfit day or like was Madonna or somebody that to do the outfit they, day for? They did like like a Katie or a Gaga or some shit like that. Yeah, in like season five. Yeah, don't ask me how I know that, but um, yeah, that's I agree. It's a bit like that, but I gotta say though. That is kind of what the capital was like in the books. Like, in my memory, I kind of had imagined it like that. I didn't imagine the city as being colourful. I imagined the people as being colourful. Yeah, I just kind of imagined that this was, like, some sort of, like, weird, like, you know, 90s rave. And and everyone's constantly going to up. It's a Disney Channel original movie, colour scheme. Oh, my God. (laughs) <laughs> Everyone's going around wearing like tank tops over like a long sleeved t shirt with denim jackets. Like everyone has a hat jeans. for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think they would dress like that, but I think the color schemes, I would tell it was kind of similar color schemes, but as you said, they went like full on. Huh. It, it, it starts off, uh, the books seem like a, you know, a Disney original movie and become movies that might as well have been Disney original movies. Hi, I'm Katniss Everdeen and you're watching the Capital Channel. <laughs> proceeds to draw shape of a skull. You draw a mocking jay and they just cut the TV like for everyone. Yes. <laughs> turns out this was all uh, turns out you've actually been in this universe the whole time and this is the revolution. Yes. Yeah. Well actually speaking of the mocking jay because that was one of the big changes in the movies. Like in the book The fact that there's two of them um, Prim gives gives Katniss the pin and is like, this'll no wait, no, no. It was Katniss who gave Prim it and it was like, uh, if you have this, you'll have good luck and won't be chosen, and then was immediately chosen. Uh, uh, Prim gives so she just kind of the, the Prim yeah. just gave the pin back at the like, <laughs> like here, fuck you. Just... You have the bad luck now. In the yeah. book as well, wasn't it that she uh, that Katniss originally got the pin from the mayor's daughter? But in the film yeah. they kind of just was like, No, she has a pin. Like, yeah, I think, it just... yeah, like she got it from a bar. Like, there was just a bar and then kind of like an ashtray full of different pins or something like that. And it's like, do you want one, Missy? And it's like, yeah, sure. Why? I think I the think, movie, yeah, from memory, she goes to like some sort of flea market style thing. Yeah. Except yeah, and, a like... black market style flea market. And it was just there. As you oh, said, yeah, that was... that was the black market, as mentioned in the books. Like, people would, you know, trade stuff and. Not die uh, from hunger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, isn't just, it? You, and... Just because just I'm, I'm, like, I'm, I'm not as versed in this because, again, I haven't read or watched these in years. <laughs> um, but was it that, that, like, that, like you could that. enter your name in a couple of times more? Oh, yeah. Ten, like, yeah. yeah. And, like, Gail in the first book had, like, entered his name in, like, seven more times. Yeah. And that yeah. Was... yeah that so was they the wouldn't thing have of... to put their name in. Anytime, Kat- yeah, anytime Katniss, this family needed something extra and it would have cost them putting a child's name in, Katniss always put her name in. So Prim was literally in there once. That was why yeah. I was just like, you have like a one in 700 chance of being chosen. I have a way better chance of being chosen statistically because Katniss's name was in there like a dozen times. And yet somehow they managed to find Prim's name despite well, the it only being they, in there the, once. The reason they find Prim's name is because a plot needs to happen. Plot. And also the yeah. gosh yeah. darn mocking Jay Pim. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like also it's just like uh, it, like in the thing, wait. No, Candace didn't get the mocking Jay Pim after before she was chosen. What did she? Because like I remember 
she must have gone to Mags after she was chosen because Mags gave it to her just be like, oh, wear this as your thing. Wait, no, that was yeah, the meeting. That, that right. was the after like no, they you're, meet. You're right. Okay. In the after she got chosen, it was in the meeting thing where people could visit her. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mags went in and was like, oh, wear this as your tribute thing. And she's like, wow, thanks. I was going to do something else or something. Okay. <laughs> you made me. Like, god damn, no, the movie. So we had to say no to this. Up the the <laughs> age of the books so much. Mm. Actually, um, when it comes to the first Hunger Games books, <laughs> or not Hunger Games books, first Hunger Games movie, mm-hmm. um, Almeria, you were saying how you just kind of gave up and turned it off. I wanted to do that, not because, like, it was not very accurate to the books, but because it was just really hard to watch. Like, the director that they got used um, cuts very often. Like, you would look at a scene, and that would be gone in two seconds. Mm. And so they were mainly using that so that they wouldn't show kids getting murdered. So you would see, like, one of the tributes raising up a sword, and then it falls down, and then the camera would cut to Katniss running through the forest and stuff like that, and all that implies. Stuff. Yeah, I wonder why they... they like, it was just, I it's appreciate really hard that, to though. have emotional moments. But, like, they, they accounted this... Like, I love like, oh, yeah, we're, we're going to, like, account for, you know, younger audiences in this movie about, like... Don't glorify violence, because that's already something that's a huge problem, is that people are glorifying violence, especially since it's children watching other children kill children. Yeah, what's Don't it, what, glorify yo, violence, yo, what's, but the film yes. kind of made what's it in the, the between... they're all glorifying Guys, violence. What really, Good point. what's the difference between us watching the Hunger Games and the people in the capital? <laughs> yeah, we're all just watching... <laughs> yeah. We're aware of the systematic issues that it mentions and tries to discuss? I don't know. Also, I I, I'm grasping at straws here. I think the film is a perfect. This is where the revolution starts on a podcast. Yes. Viva la revolution, or however you pronounce it. I don't yeah, know. It's like revolution. Viva la revolution. Viva la revolution. Viva la revolution. I'm not French. proud of me, Madame Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> you just hear in the distance. No. <laughs> like in the wind. <laughs> the, only, the only thing French has helped me with is like. Now I now I go around shouting Trebian at people for no reason, and and <laughs> now I know where the word polyamorous comes from. <laughs> oh, did you get caught That's out? Your been useful to you, or <laughs> it helped me understand it. Hasn't applied to my life, but still. Yes. Not yet, at least. <laughs> that was a proposition, Jack. In case you missed. It. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. Anyway, back to the children dying. Yay! Yeah, children dying. What about the children? Um... Who is going to think about the children? (laughs) The capital, that's why they're killing them. I think, generally, the idea... They don't have enough weapons. Give them more weapons. The idea of it is like the Greek myth about the Minotaur, you know, where you have to send, like, seven men and seven women from the kingdom each year to be killed as, like... Right, as, you know, as an apology for invading one time. Because that was the idea of it. Isn't that why this district is that the entire population decided to rise up against the capital and then the capital was like ew, no, and then divided them into districts and was like, hey, by the way, we're going to take your children no, and murder was, them. I think they were already in districts because I'm pretty sure District oh, 13 yeah. gets wiped. Oh, and yeah, sorry, yeah. Yeah. That, that, yeah, that was why. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they were just like, you know what? How dare you try and get better lives for yourselves? 
How dare you call us out like this shit for this shit? You know what we're gonna do? You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna take your preteens and we're gonna make them kill each other and make you watch it on TV. What? We're going. You know what? We're the good guys. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Like, like how could, could you? <laughs> now we're going to make a new. We're going to make a new annual uh, reality TV show about you. Where no, we kill. <laughs> 24 children. Actually, Sorry, fun fact children. about reality TV shows, that's where Suzanne Collins got the idea. Like, they were um, just scrolling, like, they were trying to come up with new ideas for a TV show. Or not TV show. A uh, child murder? So then they were scrolling through TV. <laughs> <laughs> and they said, Suzanne, but, don't bring yeah, your they ideas. Were, they were scrolling through TV and um, on, on one of the channels, it was a war documentary. And her father knew a lot about war. I don't know whether he was in a war or not, oh, but I just moment. remember hearing, like, uh, she heard a few stories about war. And on the other channel was a reality TV show. And so then she kind of just fused the two together, barely. <laughs> and um, that's another fun thing, because, like, I'm just sitting here, like, bursting out of my seat every time you guys are like, yeah, the Hunger Games, it started off, and... All these different dates, and I'm thinking I've read the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. I know how all of this happens. Ugh. Well, we are ignorant of the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, so mm. that one's actually getting really? a movie. Oh, for um, sure. they're getting the original director from the Hunger Games, and that was the reason why I was bitching about the director uh... of the first movie. I don't want him to be directing because of all the shortcuts. Oh, yeah. Like it's just boom, boom, Something boom, that... boom, boom. Like, the second one was a lot yes. better. Like, there were still shortcuts, but it was actually more fun to watch. And I love the train scene between... Uh, it was Kat a lot more emotional. Like, that is the only wholesome moment between the two Yeah. in the movies. It does seem a lot stranger as a pairing, you know, if you're looking at it from a relationship, if you're watching the movies. Because you don't really see a lot of how they bonded, which you do get the context of in the books, because it's mostly, like, she just kind of lists things that they, you know, kind of times they were supportive for each other and like they were each other's shoulder to cry on and they were there for each other during when they were, as you said, like on the train visiting different districts and when they couldn't sleep. So they kind of showed one or two of those little things just in very short, as you said, like cutaway clips. But it wasn't really giving you a lot of insight into their relationship. Yeah. Like in the film, mm. it's kind of like, they don't really care and... about each other, but now they do. What, do you get con- do you get context for this? Fuck no. They just care about each other now. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm back. What I miss? It's called love. <laughs> oh, well, you went from talking about child murder to love. Oh, okay. This is a lot. You mean the two yeah, very easy easier. things to mix up? Yeah, happens mm. all the time. I keep also, thinking of you think you fell in love and some with someone, <laughs> but no, you really just killed their children. <laughs> please, oh, yeah, I hope that hasn't happened, happened before. Now. Please, I killed your firstborn son. Please respond. <laughs> I keep thinking that, like, when we're talking about the capital choosing to, like, you know, what they did in response to the rioting and stuff like that, it's making me think of the song from Hamilton where King George is talking about, you know, the what's the one like, I will kill your friend. <laughs> and family to remind you of my love da 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 <laughs> that entire song is just giving me the same vibe yeah yes but the difference yeah, is definitely. Jonathan Groff was there Jonathan Groff is not here Jonathan Groff would win the Hunger Games <laughs> just by sheer awesomeness alone oh my god 
but that does that does bring up a great because I, I the, now I can imagine President Snow singing that song, <laughs> and I was just thinking, President, like he was president for in and around sixty years. Yeah, something along those lines. Exactly. Yeah. It's you know, it's con- it's a condemning the political climate. I mean, not even short while later. I'm not comparing Donald Trump to President Snow. Just FYI, at the bat. Yeah, that would be the fact that they were like, wait, we have American audiences here. Although if they're Republicans, (laughs) they can leave. But when he was like, you know what? My first term was a, my first four years were like a total witch hunt. I should get another four years to make up for it. In addition to the four years that I want to win back. So instead of serving two terms, I should serve three because, you know, that was pretty much a throwaway. And that was kind of, that's not exactly his words. But, um, no, was it was that the words vibe. of, like, several of his followers who, you know, are very vocal on stuff like Facebook and Twitter. Also, Putin. There's yeah, no way Putin's say, been president gonna, for that long. I was going to say, there's, you're all, like, it, it's all fun and jokes now until we're, like, here in 40 years and Putin's still president. Yeah. <laughs> you're looking at this and you're yeah. like, oh, my God, this is what Suzanne Collins was talking about. And that's one of the things about dystopia is when people are like, oh, my God, how could they have seen into the future? And people are like, well, didn't they just saw, oh, this is the way the world's going to shit sort of right now. Odds are it's going to be going to shit a hell of a lot by then. See, that's, that's why people are always talk about the Simpsons predictions is because the Simpsons pick like the worst things imaginable and are like, let's make a joke out of this because people are like, oh my God, that's why they predicted the Trump presidency. And people yeah, were the, like, the, that's so funny. The, the, line, the line, the line, um, President Trump left us in quite the number crunch. How much money do we have? Nothing. We're broke. <laughs> Is that something brilliant? More and more real over the last six years. Like every, you always yeah. see like, oh my god, look at the fifty predictions the Simpsons made. And you're like, well, obviously, I'm not saying that they're like a d- dystopian sci-fi thing, but you're looking at like you know, 1984, The Hunger Games, sort of Divergent. I'm not even gonna get into that shit show, but oh yeah, I've heard about the disgust in your and voice. Never- maybe it's just. I've heard, I've heard the name Divergent. I think I've seen what's it about once, and then I never heard or see like saw anything about it ever again. Don't and waste I, your brain space. Yeah, I know. I was about to say like I don't. If if that. I remember correctly, it's like it's like the Hunger Games, but also like um, the new Fate. Yeah, Harry Potter or Fate. One of the two. It's lazy Harry Potter Hunger Games because. I'm not gonna get, I'm just gonna mention it very briefly because it's kind of important to talk about this versus the Hunger Games and why the Hunger Games is better written and it's a better premise. Because the idea with Divergent is that people only have are sorted into different groups in society and there's five different groups and there's like Candor, Amnesty, Abnegation, Dauntless, and Eurydice from memory. It's easy to pretty sure those I'm pretty, are, yeah. it's easy to remember because they're all just nouns. Uh, not nouns, sorry. Um, you know, like, you know, so you talk about somebody's candor. It's like, they're all adjectives and stuff like that. It's not actually clever. Like, I'm the ha- like yeah, like the Harry Potter house's names were clever because she came up with them out of just, you know, a vague premise. So you get a vibe of what they're about, but not really. Like Slytherin, you kind of get the vibe, but you don't get it entirely. But for these, it's very much flat at the gate. I, I mean, you're like, part of Dauntless. Just sounds like a bunch you're of a badass. And the idea is that you could only belong to one of these different, we'll say factions. I don't know what they're actually called. But it's kind of like that. And the house thing in Harry Potter is kind of a background part of it. And it's one of the things that's cool about it, but it's not the main focus of the, of the franchise. Because it's one of the fun story 
the world building elements, but it's not actually what it's about. Whereas it's what Divergent is about. And it's a bit like Hunger Games as well, but it takes bits from Hunger Games that should have been just left as bits and totally blows them up. And that's why it's not as interesting or as engaging as the Hunger Games. Yeah. Just speaking of... Oh, sorry, go on. Sorry. uh, Speaking of um, versions of Hunger Games, I would just like to throw this this in there because I just thought of it when I was actually like, uh, you know, doing, I guess you could call it catch-up for this, um, I think this thing it was like fair books to Suzanne Collins, the mm-hmm. uh, author, for like writing this dystopian, this set of dystopian novels that are going to become massive and like basically set the standard for books for like the next six years. They're all kind of that dystopian um, type of book, and then just off the fucked government, off yeah. for her money. I mean, <laughs> like the- woman went in there, wrote her books got her profit and then just fucked off and oh she never it. tried to elaborate on it like jk rowling tweeting every week that like hermione's anti-vax and shit like that yeah oh like, you know, <laughs> that's like, i've never really seen much from her since then and like no. fair play to her i mean no, this was really this was going into like her. i was just saying this is this is going in like your know, home games was what's that was that teen fantasy book of oh you would love trials but this one wasn't about gay vampires so yeah can I That's just say, the one I just thing that this. I really this is the hate, first time that, that the Hunger Games and Twilight are kind of linked in the sense that they came out around the same time. They both That's had so female leads. Like I know they are so different, but I just remember seeing ads and remember hearing people talk about it at the same time that like the Hunger Games movies were coming out. So I don't know. In mm. my head, they're all kind of linked. Even all, though, like automatically similar... being about te- like teens and love triangles and all of that, like they in the movie. Yeah, that was another thing. The love triangles. The movie. Yeah, but that's what the movie got... emphasized. That was yeah, in the, the book. The, the movie. Yeah, but the movie's already got the Twilight fan base on their side immediately. Yeah, but can I just say hmm. I'm just this is something very interesting podcast related. Um, I've just noticed that we haven't had any faults in. We haven't gotten kicked out yet. Touchwood. Because I've just noticed it gone to an hour for me, and I was like, "Hang on, I've never seen that happen before." Because it's normally like twenty minutes. Wait, it goes, it goes <laughs> past sixty. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know the clock on the What is the third set of digits? Uh, Ty got his Wi-Fi sorted. Twenty seconds. Yay! But this is the perfect opportunity because I want to talk about something. I want to go back to one of your points. Oh, thank God! Sure, you're going to say this is the perfect opportunity to restart, and you know, so I don't get kicked out. I'm like, no, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna drag this out as long as I can. But anyway, I want to go back to the Putin analogy, uh, saying how, like, oh yeah, Putin will probably still be the president in like sixty odd years. Who, who knows at this stage? But by the time we can have robot, very interesting yeah. uh, to compare him to Snow. Yeah, mm. robot presidents, fun times. But it's interesting to compare him to Snow because um, you in the books you kind of get hinted at that Snow uh, poisons any adversaries that he comes up with. That's why um, his mouth smells like blood, like because he's drank bits of poison to grow a resistance to it. Oh yeah, isn't it in, and the... in the movies? I was just gonna say in the book, isn't mm-hmm. it like never actually confirmed whether like the crowd killed him or he's choked on his own blood? Yeah. Yes. But we know he just killed the guy who was the game master in season one. The, it, not season one. Ep- it, season yeah. one. We're season one. one. No. <laughs> we're all like vultures. We're, we're all just like vultures going around to see who can mess up. Um, yeah. We are the mob that killed Snow. Yeah. Except for, like, yes. 
I'd totally be in that mob. Hi, welcome to Ty's podcast. It's directly linked to Lord of the Flies and the mob from the Hunger Games. I was at the boys. <laughs> Amaria with a pitchfork, just like, like down with you. What? What's well, in my head? Just you were saying, uh, you know, sixty years rule of presence. Does that mean that like Putin's gonna be like our version of fucking Darth Vader? He's gonna be. He's gonna. Like, <laughs> he's gonna start like holding up his adversaries by the throat and just demand to know where the rebels are. <laughs> be, in six years' time, he's probably gonna have to be breathing like. <laughs> but yeah, let me let me something like I remember back Putin analogy Sorry. poison because hey. because um yeah so snow uh he built up a resistance or so on so to poison and uses poison in the movies to kill a whole load of people at a dinner party. And that was the whole thing that was implied. And then you look at Putin who tried to poison a Russian politician who was Careful speaking out against him. Um, Navalny. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> For legal yeah, reasons, he... this is a joke and a story. Yeah, yeah. we have that um, our Lord and Savior, KGB, Vladimir please Putin. don't look at this. Yeah. <laughs> we have very much respect for Mr. Wait, Putin. they're still a thing? I thought the whole thing was a KGB. I don't know if they are or not, but I'm just being sure. Because <laughs> <laughs> even if they don't, they probably still do. I live in the countryside. No one is coming out here. <laughs> no, we'll find no one is going to see to Ty's already hiding. Ty has turned his house into a bunker. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they touch down in Dublin Airport and you just look around and go like, nah, fuck nah, fuck this. I say we go, I say we like go to GPO, see some sights, and just leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> Only two travels in your main airport. Disgusting. Get on the plane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, um, this is so basically, I, I, I think that Putin is uh, just an early version of Snow, how he managed early? to poison, uh, yeah, oh. early version of Snow, like this, this is very scary, but early version of Snow um, and managed to poison Navalmy, I, I forget his full name, but then Navalmy lived and he was like, well, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what do you do after yeah. you survive being poisoned? Um, I I get some like poison antidotes. I guess. <laughs> it's like one of those moments just where you're like, well, shit, I thought I, th- I thought that would kill me. <laughs> you you grow stronger. I was going to make such a joke. At the time, we we melted a load of cho- we found a load of melted chocolate underneath the radiator and decided we'd drink it. But yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, you should have died from that. It was. You should have. <laughs> was, Are you sure you didn't? <laughs> It was still in the packet, and we left it in a bag. And was it, it even to be yours, or did you it was it? mine? It was well. It was one that we Are you collectively sure? bought, and it was in my suitcase, which was next to the radiator, and it melted. And we just decided for science to try it. Honestly, I told I, like, you probably wouldn't die, but I'm, I'm thinking of someone else's name. I'm not going to say probably would have died because she's I'm, allergic to everything. I'm just going to say. <laughs> I am convinced that I'm in the afterlife because there's no way in fucking hell that any of us have survived some sort of near-death experience. Just <laughs> know that we're in your um, afterlife. Yeah. I haven't had a near-death experience I can remember. Because oh, wait, no. That one time when I was a baby, I almost fell off a chest of drawers and got impaled in the Why? eye. There, you would have been oh, one of us. Almost. Almost. I, I, that but I didn't. Funny. But I would have been able to have a cool eye patch if I did. So it's kind of like, eh, fifty. <laughs> but those good things are not. This is what I mean. Like, there's, there's no way. Like, you drinking <laughs> fucking like liquid chocolate from under a radiator or some shit. Okay, it wasn't like I found it. Might have been there for. 
a sec sorry at a time it, like i knew when it was bought and i just that. lost we just lost it and it was behind the radiator it was gross. You actually got confronted by a teacher for that. I didn't got confronted you? by a chemistry like, yeah. teacher. We tried to convince her it was for science, and therefore we were smart. <laughs> I mean, me myself. She did not believe I, you. Because it was like ginger chocolate with some sort of new Cadbury thing that had going on, so it was actually kind of rank ginger? when it was melted. It was like ginger. You ate melted ginger? Chocolate? <laughs> melted ginger. <laughs> Jack starts rooting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Jack is sweating. <laughs> I take it. I, I take it the flamethrower, just like melted ginger. Jack just leaves the call. This and the Putin, this and the whole Putin jokes is gonna end up with Jack getting killed somehow. Yeah. Oh uh, no. Jack, I'm sorry, but also please, at the same time, please, I'm not. Please talk. I need to live till the Glee and Clone Wars episodes, please. <laughs> <laughs> Our next episode will be a Glee and Clone Wars episode. Whoa. I'm not going to be the there for either Jack. of those. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but no. It's just Glee, Clone Wars, no. Please, no. I'm so far behind on Clone Wars because I stopped watching it years ago so i think i've seen like two seasons so i'm like i won't be there for that episode yeah i need to look I need honestly to... all you need to watch is the phantom apprentice uh, yeah, phantom apprentice and then you're you yeah, know the last oh, four episodes because the the um, if i'm being honest and this may sound like you know fan being over like hyperbolic but those episodes are like a perfect finale <laughs> they are they are just godly Anyway, back to the um, yeah. back to series the that we're meant to be talking Long about. Sci-fi yeah, day. so I, I want to I want to cover at least three more things real quick. So I want to cover the idea of uh, coin. Did you not get the email? So what do you guys think about I didn't know Tyke had a plan. Yeah, Tyke sent us an email at the start of every podcast with like the points we need to hit. Yeah, and it immediately goes to junk mail. Yeah. yeah. I actually had to add Tyke as a contact so that it went into my actual inbox because I just generally have Anybody that I, is I, my you know, I now have one contact on email. <laughs> one person that saves Tyke's email, and that was because I made some joke on the, one of the episodes, and I got a phone call later reprimanding me and telling me that that was totally up. That was under <laughs> "Do Not Mention" on the plan. That I have no such plan. Wow, I am being excluded. This is homophobia, Tyke. <laughs> I'm included in this the offended parody. <laughs> Stop calling me gay, someone. I was talking about myself, Jack. Calm down. Yeah, same. Wow. How dare you be offended by that? Sorry, this it's is homophobia. Also, Jack is upset. How is that? <laughs> <laughs> I would take more like criticism towards Jack being upset than me being <laughs> God damn. We all know Jack doesn't get upset. Yeah, it's just impossible really. Yeah. You the one so remember when I you said what did you guys person. think about coin? Actually you want it to be it doesn't matter. Moving on. Yeah, so coin. What did you guys think about Katniss killing coin? I don't even remember that. Yeah. Who's <laughs> coin? Oh, the coin oh. guy. Yeah, the <laughs> president guy. Wait, what? Um, um, remember, like, it was like, like they were going to kill Snow, yeah. and she like they gave her an arrow and a bow, 
and they're like, okay, now shoot snow. So then you she just the turned and shot the other guy. Yes. Sorry, I forgot yeah, the person's name. Just... Okay, I remember what you're saying. That was I did so for a second too. Then I just like brain blast like. But that but that meant snow that was then killed by the public, right? Snow was just killed on mass. Yeah. yeah, which I think was brilliant because Katniss was a symbol, as was coin, but snow had suppressed the people for so long because of fear of them tearing him to pieces and then they literally physically tore him to pieces it was a lovely little satisfactory irony you're like perfect i wonder how brutal it was like they say that the public killed him but like did they actually like physically tear him to pieces or they just listen listen we need Bit more detail listen, here. Listen. We need excruciating this detail. May, this may be... <laughs> Alan Murray needs no, to have like a self-insert. Alan, it's, like, like, it's like the book. Uh, yeah, they I have don't the actually know what killed you him. Hear about people we don't actually... apart. They don't uh, know what killed him. What, also... Oh, you're saying that he could have choked on his own blood as well. Is that what you were saying earlier? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, I'm pretty okay. sure in the book it's literally said like it, they don't know if he was like if he died from the crowd or he had just choked on his own blood beforehand. Like before they got. Hmm. But um, what I want to say is. Because of my, you know, higher level English and comparatives, um, <laughs> I now know how to draw a relation between books. And the whole thing with the with the um, with the, you know the crowd going to kill Snow is uh, it reminds me of this thing in a Handmaid's Tale where they have what's called like a participation. Yes, I know what you mean. Those ones yeah, where they t- kill all the gay people and their thing and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but yeah, but like, but, for instance, I've never seen like, that. There was this one person who's like. Who is like it's it's kind of it's not only hinted in the book it's kind of basically said but like it's more so implied really that um he's a polit- he's just a political enemy of you know whatever I forget the name of the fucking country and uh, it's America look it's America yeah uh, it's always America yeah it's always America with these dystopian futures where everything's like divided by some sort of class system but um I um, mean that's already like, American now yeah, so. yeah. huh. It's almost like sense. it was foundation there to begin with. Um, but, yeah, no, in that, that, like, so there's the guy who's, like, a political enemy, but they're like, oh, he was a rapist. He, and when, and he raped this one, and she had a baby, and the baby died, and so they get the, all that. So, handmaiden, please, stand in a circle for us. Okay, uh, on the whistle, you may start beating the ever-living shit out of this man. When we blow the whistle, <laughs> you are to stop beating the ever-living shit out of this man. It kind of reminds me of the scene in like Ethan and uh, Life of Brian when they go to the stonings, but the women actually aren't allowed to. So they have this joke where the people around are selling beards. So the women want to go stone yeah. people. So the entire crowd is just women wearing beards. It also um, that's a good good day. Was, yeah, it, yeah. Trip. I, mean, I yeah, suggest you, you watch got... the clip because I feel like you would resonate very well. You would resonate with it. I think I've seen it then because I've seen Life of oh, Brian. Oh, perfect. On a darker note, it also that scene um, again. I don't really remember that well, but it kind of reminds me if anyone's read Lord of the Flies. Unfortunately, I have to. Um, I, I read out Free Will. Oh, I have it on my desk in front of me. Does that okay. mean you've read it though? I'm not going to recommend it to you. It's a bit. <laughs> uh, I read it when I was like 13, and it kind of traumatized me a little bit. Um, <laughs> but basically, yeah, spoilers. So, Ty, cover your ears. Um. <laughs> There's a bit where one of the characters called Simon gets killed and basically just gets like literally torn apart by everybody else. And that kind of scene reminded me of that a little bit. So I would like to think that Snow kind of just got the ever living shit out of him and that he didn't choke on his blood beforehand. I think it would be a bit more rewarding. Yeah. Um... A better cinematic parallel between, you know, 
yeah his greatest but, like, fear becoming a reality yeah i i like Simon was it was like, and he was Simon was the kid who was like hallucinating the the, the yeah the he had like nephilim yeah, apparently the the, the, the pig uh, the, yeah the pig's head and the stick and the, he hallucinated talking to him yeah um yeah, yeah Titan can uncover your ears kind of if you that, that book was all overall. Editing yeah, can I just anyways. point out how Ash essentially just told me, cover your ears and get out of your own podcast. Yeah, <laughs> and then when you're yeah. editing, just skip this entire bit. Have somebody else edit yeah. this for you. Just get Connor. Yeah, just, just, just get Connor. Connor. Do this it's episode. just like, all of a sudden, this entire thing's cut out and they just have Connor going, due to technical difficulties, the following conversations come be here. Also, all the members of the podcast are bullies who bully Ty. <laughs> You may remember Connor's the Due to technical difficulties, the people in this podcast could, were never found again. <laughs> Some of you may remember Tyg Connor as Tyg's ventriloquist dummy who sits in a cabinet until Tyg needs to make content. It's actually the other way around. Connor is the ventriloquist dummy. Connor is the ventriloquist dummy, but Connor is actually controlling oh. this the entire time. Who is yeah. the puppet? Oh, and who yeah. is the ventriloquist? How do we know that we're which not all first, on Connor's screens? And which one of us are Muppets? And the answer is all of us. <laughs> Speaking of Muppets, I've seen the clip of uh, Glee doing a Muppet Oh, dear thing. sweet God. Does this show get any worse? Is everybody in Glee already it, it really does. That, that, was, that was quite possibly the worst episode of the entire show. I think every episode of Glee is the worst. Look, we can discuss anything where Naya Rivera sings with in a different episode. With Amber Riley, two more topics that I want to cover. I want to go over Gail and Peta, and then I have a question at the end. Oh, I'm scared what your question is going to be because you've called us out almost an hour and a half. Cutting out. If we're going off the movies, um, you know, obviously Gail's reasonably, you know, hotter. And... I mean, he's a Hemsworth, okay? You can you yeah. can just say it like that, and we all know what you mean. Yeah, like I, you know, like <laughs> the, the the choices are, you know, you've you've got you've got Peter who can be a bit, you know, like how no, I, I, I'm pretty sure I like on Australia sort of like you've got Peter, this unimportant, boring. One Josh Hutcherson shot. is not the most attractive of men, especially when you put him next to Liam Hemsworth and Jennifer Lawrence. No offense mm-hmm. to them. And especially when, you know, he's painting himself to look like a rock. <laughs> also, I love seeing all the press photos where he's, like, standing on boxes to be the same height as them. I think that is quite funny. <laughs> like, not even the same oh height as Oh my them. god. Like, the entire thing, he's wearing, like, lifts. For the movies. Like, the RDJ heels. But, yeah, like, like they said, like, you, you, the choice is this short, boring, one-dimensional, uninteresting... Blonde guy or a Hemsworth. I mean, one of them bakes, so immediately that's like you gotta go points. for the baker. You have to go for the baker because he can make you cake. Yeah, but also like Hemsworth. <laughs> but also Alex bread. Is just one of them already clapping is his hands. Cake. <laughs> like, they, they the... Yeah, he already is cake. He's as good as. They, they are, the, yeah, they, they are the cake of that, you know, like, of all the people in District 12. Like, like, amidst this depression, you've just, you've got Gail. Can I say that? I'm interested though, because you have free bread was, forever if you marry I think Pia. Gail was supposed to have brothers in the, in the, in the books. And I was like, why did we oh, not yeah. see yeah. them? 
You guys are just thirsting over Gale. It's just like <laughs> Like you didn't commit war crimes. Like... No, but in the first in the first film, I know that Peter has brothers because that's the whole thing is that like I think Peter's has brothers who were a little bit older, um, who could have volunteered in his place, which is why he's just kinda of looking yeah. around like is I mean, you you just saw you know, like can can someone volunteer for me? And then of course Katniss does her whole thing where she like screams blue bloody murder until she can replace Prim. And you know, it's that is it's such a good scene. Oh, though. it's so yeah. good. Like props to Jeff yeah, Franston. Je- Lawrence, 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 I am so confused. <laughs> I almost called her Jennifer Lopez earlier. I feel like she'd be like very happy with that though. Just like yeah, this is the thing. Which Jennifer could have worked instead of Jennifer Lawrence in the Hunger Game if you had to pick one? None, honestly. Lopez. <laughs> really? I'm joking. I don't joking. know any of these I'm celebrities. Helped. You know who Jennifer Lopez is, Aubrey. I don't. Oh. I don't remember. You know the rock you mentioned people living under? Yeah. Same <laughs> <laughs> as really coming back to yeah. fighting the ass, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, well, I just got garlic bread. I it's just like to my mom. I just like put my finger over my lip, like, no, I don't have a mute button on this. Be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> like genuinely, I was just like, mm. <laughs> like I, I was like, uh, then after she leaves, she's like, I hope that the mic didn't pick up on that, or else they're going to have to edit this. <laughs> In fairness, we've all we've all like we've, we've like we've all said something. We've all made mistakes this podcast. Like for instance, me calling Woody Woody Harrison playing Woody. Well, in fairness, that one was kind of more accurate. But then me going like me maybe passionately saying how Gail is too hot for for like everyone else. <laughs> and me talking about child murder. Remember, Prim? She's medium rare now. Oh, it's shit. still not oh. funny. I'm actually a little bit disturbed. <laughs> I don't know. My sense of humor is gone. I don't know where it went. I think we should keep on in for the community. I mean, we said worse. We other people have said worse. I mean, I, I'm actually I, I made a joke previously, but it's been brought up twice on the on the podcast in two different episodes. So I'm not gonna make the joke again. Um, so yeah, never mind. every time Josh is on this podcast. Certain comparisons are made about Ty. That's the one I'm thinking of. That is correct. <laughs> I think. Look, you know, I can't well, be worse I'm than real. Josh. All I'll say is that whenever we're doing Silence of the Lambs, I'll make sure to get you on. Oh, I love Silence of the Lambs. Huh, I wonder why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Al Maria episodes are going to become a novelty, and we need to have different intro music, which is slightly more disturbing. Maybe some chainsaws. <laughs> We need this like, is like a, slightly slower and warning at the start just says Almaria. Warning. No, I suppose the trigger warning. You've got warning, Almaria. <laughs> this podcast is brought to yeah. you, is brought to you by the creators of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'd like to comment that, like, obviously on Spotify, there's no um, unless obviously you don't have premium, there is no technical ads at the start of this podcast and I think it's going to stay that way for a long time <laughs> mm, <yeah>. at least <laughs> we weren't looking to make money off this unless we were which in case I'm ruining yeah, this for you I'll, oh, well. idea. Never mind. I'll text the idea later for something if it's we all get a I, for whatever podcast we're in, we're all just I believe we're all just I get 25 cents for every 100 views oh, I'm not 100% ah. sure well well, that's not a lot of money. Yeah, most of the money comes from ads, which you're probably not going to get because of the things we say. <laughs> <laughs> well, the things I say. 
You and Ty are jointly to blame. I'm sure Ty could land Ray Shadow Legends. <laughs> could you imagine like Jack the Galaxy of having Heroes. to do it in a uh, like, if, if, No, if EA approaches you, I don't think that's going to be the thing they approach you with. EA will probably make <laughs> you pay to have them sponsor you. Yeah, most likely. That that does seem like a very EA thing to do. How right, is well, it? Being I think we are very um, conclusive where everyone thinks that Gale is like the hottest thing Obviously. since sliced bread, which is very, uh, <laughs> you know, Peter is a baker. Gale was just no. Yeah, I, I like Peter better as a character in the books, and I think for what do they each represent, Peter is a better choice as a person to, you know, end up with. But I genuinely one of the things I loved about the Hunger Games was the fact that it wasn't really something that they focused on because Gail was kind of there, but she was so busy doing other stuff that she didn't really notice him. And the whole Peter thing, the whole reason that she ended up getting close to Peter was because it was fake at the beginning. Hmm. So it's, it's interesting in that respect because it's not like she's actually genuinely looking at them as romantic interests. She's looking at them as, okay, I need to do this to get this image across and this to get this image across because the people are making me do it and I'm being emotionally manipulated. Help me. Yeah, Peter, also, you know, honestly, yeah, kind of Peter, you know, Peter would have banged on social media. You know, man knows how to, like, you know, get do the clickbait and all that. <laughs> like, in that interview, he's like, she came with me. Like, sponsor, uh, sponsor, 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 ad revenue. I mean, like, Peter would be like a David Dobrik-style YouTuber. Yeah. Also, the fact that in the first Hunger Games, like, Hamish, like, didn't give any of the, like, things to Peter. He just kept on giving things to Katniss. (laughs) Which one is their best hope? Yeah, in all fairness, if I had to mentor either Peter or Katniss, I'd kind of look at Peter and be like, sorry, man, but you're a wimp. You'd be like, you're strong, I'm... and you can't. I can't really treat teach you for that. And Whereas for every, Katniss this, is cunning. Listen, for every four slices of meat I get, I'll give one to you. <laughs> that is a weird analogy. No, I mean, yeah. like, if, if like they're sponsored food, like if for every four bits of food I'm sponsored, I'm sure I'll find a way to give you like the fifth one that eventually comes in. <laughs> ah, yeah. All right. And I think we will finish it up with a very interesting question. And I, I was thinking about how do I want to phrase this because I was like, well, the Discord won't work because nobody knows who's in the Discord. But then I was like, it won't work either way. So my question for you is, in your class, if you were to have a Hunger Games, do you? where would you come out of everyone in your class? Which uh, class, though? I'd be too ruthless. I'm just so I'd pretty much I'm win. I'm just saying now that like this is starting to sound more. <laughs> you just like... like bite people and give them rabies. This is starting to sound more like battle yeah. royale because the whole thing with battle royale is that they literally selected a class at random. So hang on, I'm trying to think because in certain classes I feel like I'd be fine, and in other classes I'd be like, you would murder me before yeah, I think go with your whistle. base class. Do you have like a base class? Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think of my with my base class. Oh no, but with my base class, that means I I'd I'd have to I'd have to kill Tomas and like I don't. You want to save for that? Win. Oh, that's, but that's yeah. Tomas is, is like like uh, 
Actually, do, do you remember those? Um, do you remember those simulators? Um, that, that you could do for the Hunger Games. I remember I like ran. ran That's where I got the idea from. Yeah, I remember I ran a couple of like custom events and that. And afterwards, I need to tell you about some of the custom events that came up with Jamal. They're absolutely fucking hilarious. But um. Um, yeah, no, I feel like Tomas would probably end up winning in my cast because of his unpredictable nature. Hopefully you'll see Tomas in later episodes on this show. Yeah. For more leash representation, the true minority. For more, for more leash representation. <laughs> no, Jack is going to be the only leash. I refuse to have any more leash. We have like a said, leash Jordan and, look, Who said it? Jordan and Ben 10. Yeah, I'm already said Jordan and Ben 10. If you separate these two things, you will die. It's like splitting an atom. Yeah. It's just not a good plan. <laughs> um, I don't. What What about you, Ash? You gonna live or are you gonna die? Um, I think I would live solely because I'm going. I'm giving this by my base cost. I think most people aren't really strong. Like when it comes to it, I think a lot of them just aren't bothered fighting. <laughs> so I think I could fight to the death. Ash, this is just. A... But see, no, like... but like, um, there's one girl who I know. Okay, so there's one other girl who I know will probably win if it did come to a fight because we had done laser tag last year as part of like a spill trip and she was like the everyone thought she was gonna get shot first, but she fucking won every round and like people had to watch out for her, but she kept on killing everyone. So it'll be her who will probably win. I think I'd probably be up there, but I think everybody else just wouldn't be bothered fighting. I think they'd just be like, oh, if I die, I die. See, I this, is, this is the problem with like, me, Ash, and Tosh. We'd, we'd have to go for the, the close fighting. We, we, couldn't, we couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty... I actually have pretty good aim yeah. when it comes to stuff like... Um, kind of like darts and laser tag. For context, like everybody, they're visually impaired. They're, oh, oh, we're like the <laughs> we lepers. haven't made a single blind joke on this podcast. What the fuck? You did earlier yeah, with Almer. We made a just didn't see them coming. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> also, just saying, if we had a Hunger Games, I would be the Berserker class. I don't care if there's no classes. I am the Berserker class. I'm killing anyone I see. Almer is that District One kid who like volunteers for the glory of it because they've trained as their entire life. Sharpens their teeth into points. That kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. I would do that. That would be really sore though. The nerves in your teeth. Anyways, that's. Oh yeah. Ooh. Well, like I'm pretty sure you'd be under anesthetic for that. So I hope. Nerves even afterwards. Knowing these people, they'd be yeah. like, "Oh no, I, I'm not a wimp. I don't take anesthetic." They get rid of the nerves. I think they wouldn't just leave the nerves out in the open. I don't. They'd have to cut I them hope somehow. not. Anyways, Amrius uh, actually. You get some spare enamel tossed in there. Once, once people start like saying, "Oh yeah," in my in the case of my cast, people you know start thinking, "Oh yeah, Tomas is in a trap," and after he's done murdering them, as soon as they've turned their back, idiots. Um, where would I come? Um, I would probably, um, uh, <laughs> I, let's see, if, if, if in the event that Tomas wasn't probably like, carrying me throughout the game, um, literally, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'd be probably caught, <laughs> it, like, if he, <laughs> like, if it, either I have to do the double suicide threaten thing, or, like, yeah, um, like, with who? Tomas? <laughs> yeah, or one of us is going to stab each other in the back. And knowing me, it would, I would probably, like, knowing me in desperation, I would probably try and fail miserably. And, he, like, it turns out he's, he's like, you know, he's got a much better plan. I'm thinking, wow, I was kind of relying on the fact that he wouldn't stab me in the back. 
I'm just imagining you and Tomas in that Barry situation, and you just go look Tomas dead in the eyes and go, you wouldn't. <laughs> Come on, Ben. Come on. No balls. <laughs> just like the Barry situation, just like, okay, we both have berries, and then you just grab his hand and shove it in his own mouth. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're, we're on each other, we're thinking, are we threatening double suicide, or are we, are we waiting to see who draws first, you bitch? <laughs> Jackie ends up just choking on the berries because you end up shoving them into his mouth. <laughs> and Ty, yeah. where would you come in your class? Yeah, Ty, tell us. Come on. Um, look, I, I'm i going to be honest. I don't think I would come very far. I think I would try to uh, form a group of people and then eventually, whenever I die, they will probably use me as firewood. <laughs> <laughs> no, neither is really tall. They move you in a raft. They just eat. Well, in fairness, like you, have, you also deal with like, like you could probably you could probably fit about like ten or twelve. People. You have to also deal with like the artificial element. So like, yeah, they might use it. What will the arena start flying? They'll need a raft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, if if we're, now just because you were saying you originally thought about doing this with the Discord, if it's the Discord. I know for a fact that I'd be like, oh yeah, I could run to the middle and Almeria kills me immediately. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> of everybody on, I think it would be better if we did it with everyone like on the podcast now, but we all know it would be Almeria. See, I know yeah. Jordan is like an extremely yeah, good no, wrestler, I, I, but I feel I'll like Almeria wouldn't let him get close enough. Alex. Alex, Alex I feel like the, the whole Hungry Games thing, it would be like... I would start killing so many people that the the games guys they just have to disqualify me and just make me a part of the arena for yeah. like years to come. <laughs> they... And then I'm just one of the arena hazards. Yeah, I think it's in the first. Um, yeah, it's in the first movie when Katniss goes too far away from like all the fighting. They like deliberately set a forest on fire to send her back. Yeah, because that was like Hamish that. one. It's... Yeah, it's like. They just someone gets too far out, and they just send Al Maria out. Yeah, they just airdrop me in, <laughs> and they just I rip and tear from the sky. You're like fuck. It's like they they just like you you hear tales of of the this this Al Maria thing that li- that lives in the arena. If you get too far away, they they, they send it after you. There's no such Trip thing as an Al Maria. <laughs> <laughs> you, you would you think so, wouldn't running, you? You're like, oh no, she's back. Also, and they just hear, they just hear someone making sex jokes in the different in the distance, and they're like, oh, no. also, oh no. And just while we're talking about uh, the houses now, isn't it in the book that like the you know the way there's like the hounds at the end that, mm-hmm. and like they all have like the eyes of the contestants. Yeah. And, yeah. Like, she's like noting all of them and she sees like the, the smallest hound is like represents Rue. And, I, yeah. and it's like, oh, okay, yeah, that's done. Stop through the heart. Yeah, that's pretty unnecessarily fucked. Like, I don't know what goal this accomplishes other than traumatizing people for the sake of the cameras. Actually, something that we haven't yeah. mentioned at all is what happens to the tributes after. We learn about Finnick O'Dare that a lot of them go into like prostitution uh... and stuff like that, which I think would have been especially even more emotive if. The actors were, they didn't all have to be like 16 or whatever, but if they were like a little bit younger, yeah. because then you'd actually see like the horror that like comes with their lives. And you're like, oh my God, because Finnick O'Dare was only like, whatever, 20 at the time. And there's like, he already had this really horrendous life. And 
especially I actually one of the things I liked about the film just on a completely different note is how they really didn't over sexualize Katniss yeah even they yeah. show her in certain times when you're like they could very easily do I think there's like a couple of scenes where I just think there's one scene where she's like in the bath or there's the scenes where she's getting changed and stuff like that into her outfits and they could have done one of those like slow-mo up the body shots of her getting dressed or whatever and they never did and it was actually yeah very well done in that respect like there's a surprising amount of scenes in the books where it just like just casually mentions that Katniss was just naked and it's just like why why is she all all, uh, that all the time why do you keep on mentioning that like a 15 and 16 year old here like yeah you don't mm-hmm. need to focus on it i mean mm-hmm. from memory in the books they didn't like actually go into details about like her body as when she was naked it was just mostly no, like she was just... fully exposed and very vulnerable yeah it's just like oh she was naked it's just like okay i what sort of purpose does this serve why is why yeah, is she she was like vulnerable and uh vulnerable and stuff like that and quite exposed emotionally and physically but as you said it's a little bit unnecessary and it's a good yeah. thing they didn't do it in the movies because mm. that would have been a step that would have definitely been a step too far and it would just bump up that age rating like like that just like lightning lightning just like let's not pretend let's not say that it's you know to change their to get to like keep their target audience let's pretend that they all have souls okay give us this yeah. That's Hollywood hard. having souls. <laughs> you must be new. I, mean, like, oh. I mean, look at the film they cho- they chose to re- like look at the book they chose to make into a film. Should I say? Um, I don't think they look really at the books that they that look at the books clear. that they chose to like make more films on. Like uh, remember, like the, they 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 stretch this thing for cash. Like the, yeah, the, but like the they're paper, also like hey, look at this third book. Now it's two movies. Well, The Hobbit is three feature films oh yeah and it's also practically a novella to be fair so you know anything is possible i mean like i think the hunger games movies like aside from like plot or anything are a very good example of when hollywood completely misreads the message in a book and goes hmm children hunting each other for fun this sounds like it could be a good movie and not going, oh wait, this is actually like uh, very much, you know, if we don't act now, this is how capitalism is going to corrupt America or any other country similar to it. And Hollywood went, ha, 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 kids hunt each other for sport. Fun. Love triangle. Wee! Yeah. And yeah. yeah, there's just so much love triangle stuff. Just like, Jesus Christ, did you... Did you watch the movie? I think that's a thing. Well, no, did you read the book? Jesus. I think that's one of the problems is that, as I said, Hunger Games is kind of used, as Jack was saying, it was huge at the time. And it's kind of used with Twilight on the idea of, like, you know, brunette girl who isn't all that interesting ends up in love triangle with two attractive people and her life gets turned upside down. But that's really not what the Hunger Games is. Like, yeah, but they really wanted it to be. That's what Hollywood turned it into, but the whole premise of the book is that it wasn't. And it was almost sort of a criticism of that and that's why yeah. i think the yeah. film is so disgusting that that's that they just t- took the irony of the books and like made it like took it s- sincerely as you said ash like you know they've completely misinterpreted what it was about but i think one of the things about the hunger games is that actually those kind of books that came out at that time even going to bring it back to like harry potter's takedown of like the government and media and they showed like the the corrupt politicians and they showed how 
the newspapers were genuinely not to be trusted a lot of the time. And then you have the Hunger Games and you just, I don't see how they thought our generation wouldn't be what it is and how we wouldn't all be like, hey, fuck the government. Right, well, we've managed to make it an hour and a half into recording and then the second that Sarah says, fuck the government, we managed to get cut off while talking about the Hunger Games and an authoritarian government. Huh, you know, I kind of see a pattern here. But all in all, this was really fun. I hope you guys all enjoyed The Hunger Games. is probably one of my favorite book series. Got to read it, got to read all of it um, during the first lockdown and I just absolutely adored it so I'm glad that I got to cover this and so next week I'm thinking maybe Avatar Avatar the last airbender so we'll see how that goes but anyway goodbye